Mamma Mia, we are back with the finale recap of the world's only Beyond the Edge podcast. That is right. So excited to be back here on finale, the day after the big finale that everybody's talking about. You can't go anywhere right now without people talking about the battle around the world between Colton and Ray Lewis, that is Lewis with a capital L, not a lowercase one. It does have an I. Here is the great co-host that every Thursday for the, all of 2022, I've gotten to speak with this woman. What a, what a delight it's been. I am so sad tonight to bring you the final episode of our Beyond the Edge coverage. Please welcome back for all the edgers out there, the Millie gang. Jenny Arm. Jenny, how are you? Rob, I'm excellent. Uh, I'm actually so proud of us because while we may have not survived 12 days or 14 days or however many days in the Panamanian jungle, we survived 10 weeks of covering. I, I can't believe it. In the Panamanian 10 jungle. weeks. 10 weeks. I don't know how we did it. How did we do it? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it, we, it finally came to a head and what a head it was. <laughs> yes, for it sure. Something. <laughs> not, yeah, not to mention all of Joe Millionaire that we yeah. covered. Oh, which I like I can't even believe that that was this year. Yeah. Like time is very interesting. Yeah. So here we yeah. are. And I, it, it's it's strange to I mean those two shows have nothing in common. No, nothing in common. Um <laughs> Congratulations, I guess, to Colton Underwood, winner. I love the, I guess. I guess. Congratulations to his charity. Congratulations, yes. Uh, And uh, that that is a, you know, um, you know. That's a real winner here. No, people that uh, cystic fibrosis is a a terrible disease. So uh, we could say that, you know. That uh, very good uh, $266,000 raised for cystic fibrosis uh, research. Uh, That's really incredible. Uh, I think it would be totally different if we were celebrating that money going into Colton's pocket. So it's totally different. different. That is a much happier ending. Right. But certainly the person of the cast, I think that many people were least excited to see here uh, in as the winner of Beyond the Edge, the yeah, first I mean, ever season of Beyond the Edge. Yes, let's be clear. As Mauro has, has said many times, the first Beyond the Edge competition, because there will be many more. Mm-hmm. Many right? more. Uh, right? Well, there CBS was a CBS, <laughs> CBS Upfront uh, was this week. Uh, no sign of Beyond the Edge for the 2022-2023 calendar, but, Rob, you know. They're, they're just working on getting us the very best celebrities mm-hmm. for the next round in the Panamanian jungle. So maybe next spring. Maybe it's not a twice-a-year uh, event maybe it's a once a year event maybe we'll see this next spring maybe it's once every four years like the olympics <laughs> I, I think mean, that's actually celebrity big brother <laughs> yeah actually it's probably at this point yeah um but yeah I, I will say that i even saw people saying like i will not watch this show because colton is on it so right. uh definitely like the one of the more controversial picks of the cast 
Um, so very interesting that uh, he he ends up being our winner uh, tonight. And um, I think I feel like it made sense. Like, right? We, we we did we call this at some point? I feel like at some point we're like, yeah, it's probably. <laughs> did we call what? Right? Yeah, that Colin would probably win. I don't know. Maybe I just <laughs> was that your winner pick, Jenny? I mean, Rob, I couldn't possibly care enough to make. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Rob, I have to tell you. Okay, so I had a moment before watching the episode where I was like thinking about like, oh, okay, like how's this gonna go? And I was like, oh, is like, is Ray and Craig gonna win, or? Or is Colton and Jody gonna win? I had already forgotten that, that coach. Jody, yeah, that Jody gave her position to coach mm-hmm. after just watching and podcasting about a week later. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that says about my memory, or maybe just the impact that that uh, you know the the fourth place finisher finisher has on this whole uh, thing. But yeah, no, I was not picking winner picks, but I definitely like. You look at you look at this cast and like Colton is by far the youngest and most fit. Like mm-hmm. so much of this was very physical. I, I think right. it's very, very was, like And also like Ray Lewis was really uh suffering a lot of injuries along the way. Oh uh I mean they were I didn't think he was gonna make it. They talked about Ray Lewis's knee. Like uh, that it was going that there seemed to be concern that Ray Lewis's knee was going to uh, like uh, spontaneously combust. Uh, they yeah. talk about Ray could take one wrong step and his knee will explode. Yeah. And I think at one point he said that it was like there was like liquid moving in his knee, which like that that's sounds, bad, right? That does not sound good. I feel like I feel mm-hmm. like that's not something you want. Yeah, he had, he had a wet knee of some sort. Yeah, sort of a wet knee, uh, yeah. and then also seemed to uh, be concussed at one point. Yeah, I truly I don't know how he got through this. Mm-hmm. There were so many points where I was like, this. This is how it ends. This not like his life, but no, <laughs> like this is how him. his uh, you know his run in Beyond the Edge ends. Like yeah. he's knocked out. And based on the results of the final task, which unfortunately for Ray, after sustaining a you know traumatic head injury, uh, you know I don't think he was in any state to remember the order of the events uh, based on that. Uh, I don't think he ever got closer than having five wrong. Right. Well, to be fair, Rob, his his partner is <laughs> Craig, Craig. Craig. And as we've seen, he, the, the memory challenge is, is not his forte. The puzzle naders, so. they were not. If- if only they had the foresight to know that it was going to come down to this, then maybe Ray would would uh, have picked differently. I will say they made a freaking buffet meal out of Ray's decision. Like he has a choice between two people. It, he they made this like. If someone was being voted out yeah, in like this the was final three of Big Brother, LeBron's like, decision. Like the easiest decision ever. And it was so belabored. Mm -hmm. And so like this was filler. They're like, oh, what else are we going to talk about? Like no one's quitting at this point. We can't talk about how hard it's been for them. Right. 
So what the only storyline that's happening right now is who's going to be whose partner? Yeah. Who's Ray going to pick? Jenny, as uh, Sam Moore would love to tell you that uh, he uh, was doing a victory lap this week that he said that uh, he was right, that it was a two hour finale at one point. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I, what, what would have been in the what other was hour? What was cut? Could there have been a tribute to the fallen comrades, uh, potentially? (laughs) I would have loved Interviews with uh, other people that left. Well, because we discussed it. I was like, are they going to be at the finish line? Not even Jody. No, not even Jody. She was probably just at the hotel. Mm -hmm. They're probably putting her on the same flight home. Yeah, you would Um, think so. Right? But uh, but no, like they didn't even bring her for the fireworks. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got like a truncated um, and maybe this is what got, what got what got cut was Moro's um, like season in review narration where it basically is meta quit after the first night. Yeah. And then this person like got hurt and then this person got hurt. And then this person got hurt. And then Jody, the last woman, also left. Also left. Like, and that was and that was it. And I mean, truly, if you really think about it, like that is kind of all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not much else. But like maybe maybe Morrow had said more and they just edited that part down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because I'm really struggling. Like, could they have made Ray's decision? of Craig versus coach, like even longer than it was because, Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dragged out. Well, they were debating about, uh, you know, uh, who, who Ray was going to pick. And Colton was, had some theories about this. Uh, Ray, Ray said this, which I thought was, uh, very interesting. I want to get your take on this. This man be calling me out. Like my name's Scooby-Doo. This man, is calling me out like my name is Scooby Doo. Rob, I I wrote this down in my notes, yeah. and then I wrote what with a bunch of question marks. So I'm glad that you brought this to me, but I I was hoping that you would have some insight. The, so I have a theory. The wrote. only thing okay. that I could think of is that you know the show is called Scooby Dooby Doo. Where are you? Um, and at some point that they calling out like uh. Like, uh, Scoob, Scoob, where are you? And so, is that possible? That I mean, that is calling out Scooby-Doo. If anything, that if Ray, is Ray Lewis the, 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 the perpetrator that has, like, been the behind the monster in the jungle, right. uh, where that then they, they do call somebody out. They take the mask off them and call you out, like, oh, it was Ray Lewis. I feel like I need Brian Scally, the resident uh, Scooby-Doo expert. To I didn't know that about Brian Scally. Oh, yeah. It's like his favorite movie. Man, this um, man be calling me out like my name's Scooby-Doo. Felipe, okay. also big Scooby-Doo expert. Okay, yeah. So we need a whole panel to, to break this down because I certainly don't understand it. I don't have the Scooby-Doo lore uh, enough to understand what this reference was because they, what they continue on about after this statement is is kind of like them bickering over who is the actual underdog of the competition. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, what? Like, he's calling me out like I'm Scooby-Doo. I, like, is he trying to say, is he trying to say, like, 
he's playing because they're, they're, then they're talking about like being competitive. Like, is he trying to say like he's calling me out like it's like a kid's show and like hmm. he's like playing too nice with me and I know he's actually competitive. Yeah, I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> I can't, don't know. I mean, your your theory about the Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? It's like it makes just as much sense as anything. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. If only we had gone our uh reunion that we asked for, yes. we could have asked Ray about See, Did anybody this. tweet about Ray Lewis Scooby Doo? Maybe there's some explanation about that. Maybe Ray Lewis. I mean, as we know, Beyond the Edge Twitter is lit. Yeah. Let's see. Um, no. no. Um, yeah. Let's see. Somebody. Uh, so the la- the latest tweet was actually in 2020. Somebody tweeted out uh, Ripley of Albion on August 10, 2020 said, I live with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ray Lewis and Nipsey Hussle. That's cool. But sometimes I long for Scooby-Doo and Club Penguin. Okay. That was the latest I mean- tweet. So that's the le- the latest tweet about Scooby Doo. Uh, it was the Scooby Doo and Ray Lewis. Oh, and Ray Lewis. Okay. Yeah. So I was gonna say, um, I like I searched Scooby Doo and I I'm seeing a lot of uh, mm-hmm. like sexy Velma. Whoa! Oh yeah. Um, that, well, there's a new Velma show coming out. Uh, that uh, one time, one time a man I met for the first time. Yes. Uh, like he he said, "You're like a sexy Velma." So now sexy Velma is like a thing in my repertoire. Yes. Like, oh, you're like a sexy Velma. I think it was just because I had red hair at the time and I was wearing glasses. Apparently that is the only uh You was because you were solving mysteries. I was not solving mysteries. I did not have a yellow uh um turtleneck on. I just had red hair and and glasses and that's all it takes to be sexy Velma. Sexy Velma. I mean, uh, it's a Halloween costume that I'm sure is going to be a hit. Yeah, no, I, I it was close to Halloween that I was like, is this my new Halloween costume, Sexy Velma? Like, mm-hmm. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> uh, Jenny, I have w- one other tweet with Scooby-Doo and okay. Ray Lewis, uh, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Uh, back on May 5th, 2013, uh, Escape Plan Pedals tweeted, I'd like Macklemore and Ryan Lewis more if they were Michael Moore and Ray Lewis. And instead of music, they solved mystery Scooby-Doo style. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> Instead of Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, uh, Michael Moore, Michael Moore, and, and Ray, Ray Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> Why mysteries? Like they call people out, and and Ryan Michael Moore loves to call people out. Yeah, that's true. That is like that is one of his things. I didn't know that it was one of Ray's things, but apparently, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so this was another great moment. Okay. Um, so Morrow comes up to the camp and apparently there's like a front way in and a back way in, uh, to the camp and Morrow appears to come in the, the back way, which also really is something that irritates Ray. Tomorrow, you come walking up on me in my back though. Just coming in without announcing yourself. I did announce myself. I said, hey guys. Yeah, too late by then. I'm already swinging. What's happening today? Oh, well, I'm from in the hood. Moral get knocked out coming up in the back like that. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) 
didn't Ray say that someone threw a snake at him through a window? Like, yeah. I, I think that maybe he's just like, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Morrow's going to come in. We, we heard all about all the snakes last week. Morrow's going to come in with yeah. snakes and throw them at Ray. What kind of procedure do you need to go through to announce yourself in the camp to make Ray comfortable? It's not like Survivor where there's the... Incoming! Hello! Hello! I'm entering the premises. Yeah. And Moro's like, I did did announce myself. I said, hey, guys. Yeah. Not good enough. Ray's pissed off. He's like, that wasn't enough. It was too late. Yeah. So, Jenny, they're going to send the guys to go to do the old uh, take some school supplies. There's a school on the edge of the jungle. (laughs) Okay. okay. See, I mean, from what you've been telling us, the jungle is an extremely dangerous place, but let's put yeah. a school right in there. That is the best place for a school. Yeah. In the depths of the and, jungle. And and the guys are going to take supplies to the school to drop them off. Mm-hmm. It, it really did seem like they were in a totally different place, but yeah. I don't know how long that truck drive was. Yes. But yeah. According to more, this is like, you know, news to us that Morrow says the people in Panama have been very hospitable and we haven't seen anybody. No, but it'd been I, very hospitable to at least Morrow. I mean, there was, there was food provided. I assume it came like from Panama. I guess so. <laughs> I like, like someone was making the pizzas. I don't, I don't know what else. Stew. I mean, I maybe maybe stew. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I hope it wasn't the children. Like I don't know. Maybe it's home ec. <laughs> That's part of the class. <laughs> yeah. And so, all I right. People pizzas. Like I feel like that's so messed up. <laughs> well, like these are celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're gonna bring some school supplies to. The school. I, I feel like this happens on Survivor, and I, I, I always like uh, wonder this, Jenny. Why do they all? Whenever they deliver s- supplies to these sh- these shows, they deliver uh, supplies to these schools. I always feel like that they are delivering like pool noodles. Do you know yeah, what I there mean? There were like a few things in the back of the truck that I'm like, what is that? It's like a it's like an inflatable like. Yeah, that you would use in the, well. Maybe do they take those into the ocean? I don't know. I, I mean, those didn't seem like school noodles. supplies to me. Well, he, okay. Maybe did they say fair. pool supplies? <laughs> You'll take pool supplies to a bunch of Panamanian children that love swimming. <laughs> they are in school. You will take the pool supplies. Do you say pool <laughs> supplies or school supplies? <laughs> You know, you might be onto something. <laughs> I I didn't see much in terms of school supplies. I certainly saw school, school supplies. You think like pencils, pens, yeah. and yeah. Books, books and stuff like that. Yeah. But they, are, they they it's always like 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 bright yellow, green, like pink, like uh big styrofoam things that they're bringing to them. Yeah, it's like an inflatable like palm tree. It's like we got those. <laughs> we got palm trees. This isn't like the exciting thing you think. Maybe it was a summer camp and this was pool supplies. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 you're right. Now that you say it, like Moro did say toys as well. Mm-hmm. I did not see any of the school supplies. I did. The, I saw a single desk that Mike Singletary was sitting in, which was very funny <laughs> to me. 
nothing funnier to me than a grown person sitting in a child's desk. That is very funny. <laughs> but the desk was not brought to them. I did not see that desk in the It was truck. already brought, yeah. Yeah, it was already there. And then so that the final four, the the celebrities, uh, they're they're talking to the kids. Coach is talking up uh, some some of the school children. Yeah. He, well, this is what he loves to do is to uh, inspire the young people. Yeah. And so uh, he's he's chatting up with the, the kids and finding out what they want to do with their life. Because mm-hmm. that's what this whole journey has been about for him. It's been about like lifting up other people. We'll hear about that uh, quite a bit in this finale. Yes, uh, Jenny, <laughs> anything else from the visit to the school? Oh, yeah. So, um... <laughs> I I really enjoyed that there was a kid that was like trying to help Ray put together like a soccer net and like as we've seen Ray struggle sometimes with the the mechanics yeah. of, yes. of puzzles and putting things together or un you know undoing things uh and so they show him like struggling to put this like net together and the kid is literally it's like a like a four-year-old probably like five-year-old trying to help ray lewis put a soccer net together and then he just like walks away he's like i you're you're beyond help like i am i'm walking away Mm -hmm. um yeah so that that was delightful to me but uh aside from from mike sitting in the in the child's desk and that visual that has stuck in my mind uh you know it was about it was about what what these kinds of uh, scenes are usually like the, the seeing the kids and helping the kids has given them the um, the energy and the th- and the enthusiasm for like the final push. Mm-hmm. That's, okay. That tends to be like how everyone walks away from yeah the school supply trip. I don't know. And Coach really um, spends a lot of time setting up. Uh, you know, um, you know, what have I done? Uh, like uh, in in this besides making money, he uh wants to know. Uh, he asks aloud, "What have I done besides talking about the eighty five bears?" It's a good question. I don't really know. Uh, but he wants to make a difference. Yeah, and um, yeah, he this whole thing has been very philosophical for for coach. Yeah. Like, he, there there's something like pained about him, don't you think? Like, do don't you feel like he's like. He's really trying to work through something out here. Hmm. And I think that he's like spending so much. Listen, not me trying to like, you know, I don't know. This isn't like I'm not a therapist, but I I do feel like he's putting so much into like, oh, I need to help all of these other people that maybe like mm-hmm. he needs to look inside himself and make sure that he's taking care of. Coach Mike Singletary as well, you know? I mean, his heart's seemingly in the right place. Uh, oh, it definitely is. Yes. But, but like, the fact that he was like, what have I done in my life except for make money? I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I mean, nice problem like, to have, yeah. Well, for sure. <laughs> but also, I, I'm sure you've done much more than that. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's going to leave this experience and he's going to live life more to the fullest than he was before. I don't know. He's going to stop talking about the 85 bears. So we all we all will. We all will. And we'll keep <laughs> talking not, about the 85 maybe bears. Maybe not David Bloomberg. Yes. But. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we will, you know, that basically I, I think I could speak for Jenny and all the listeners that Beyond the Edge has uh, changed all of our lives. It It's definitely changed me. <laughs> Jenny, let's talk about the final adventure. Okay. All right. First up, uh, who's Ray going to pick? Well, how much time do you have? Because (laughs) if you want me to go through the numerous conversations, Ray is like, this is how bored these people are. They, we have multiple scenes of people talking about who Ray is going to pick. Like, it's like some huge. Mm-hmm. A, like incredible thing. I couldn't believe how mu- how much this got dragged out. So we got like Colton talking about Colton talking to coach being or no, so Colton talking to Craig and basically being like, you know, he's got this bond with Ray or with a uh, coach. He might want to do like them one last time together. And then Ray is like talking about how, you know, the bond he has with coach is like no other, but like Craig is a warrior. And when he, when he sets out to do something, he wants to win. And so he's like trying to battle through his head and his heart because yeah, there's the, the, the obvious decision. If you want to win is picking Craig. Well, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the emotional decision is, is picking coach but also like did we not just watch an episode where <laughs> moro asked ray who who he was closest yeah. with yeah and he said craig he, yeah so, i think he asked him like uh pick. ray if you needed if you had a problem and you could make one phone call who would it be <laughs> like how yeah. is that not your emotional pick, your bond? Mm-hmm. Like the, the person that is your heart pick, yeah. who apparently is coach, is like he changed his mind. He like woke up feeling different and he's like, no, no. I don't know. Maybe something that coach said at the lanterns that like stuck with him. He's like, oh man, I've been value- valuing, uh, you know, Craig mm-hmm. so much and I, I've been uh, taking coach for granted. But mm-hmm. never take like, coach for granted. They, Oh, this is also where we find out that Colton is actually hoping to get coach. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I guess Colton's like just waiting to see who he gets left with. But he's actually he's really hoping that he gets coach despite, you know, everyone thinking that Craig is the better pick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, coach brings out the best in Colton. He he really does. And I mean. I have no evidence against it at this point. I guess this is our only experience with Colton. We'll have to wait for uh, Beyond the Edge All Stars. I guess, yeah. If it's like a Steven and JT thing. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, Jenny, do you want to set up for us one last time the final adventure? Because this one's, it's going to be a banger. Because there's no lanterns tonight. We're going to have a full, like, half-hour adventure. We're going full adventure. It's the final adventure. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to just keep doing that? (laughs) 
the final adventure. I mean, Mora would play it. Yeah, he would. He's a DJ after mm-hmm. all. Um, okay, get ready. So I, as I maybe yada yada it, I didn't talk about it for as long as they talked about it on the show. Ray ends up picking Craig, yeah, which leaves Colton with the, the pick he wanted after all, which was coach. The coach. These are our two teams. So the final adventure. Well, you got the first stage as always. We're not departing too much from our uh, format here. And so the first stage is... Basically, the, you're going to collect backpacks. Okay. Uh, this is the main... The main why do we need uh, so many backpacks? I don't know. Like, like why was why the whole anything- final <laughs> challenge based around backpacks? backpacks? I, I think it's because like they have to carry so many of them, so they maybe need to make it something easy to carry and hold it. I don't know. Okay, anyway, eight so, backpacks or four backpacks? There's four backpacks. Four, or so eight mm-hmm. total, I guess, four per team. Okay. And then the numbers of this kind of confuse me because it's four backpacks, but the four backpacks contain nine pennants. Yes. Which I'm like, so how many, like, I mean. Maybe they did like I guess, two, two, three, two. and two or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's really, just like a backpack a is kind of big for a pennant. I think you could fit pennants in a fanny pack a fanny pack absolutely right. but i guess that doesn't hit the same mm-hmm. um fanny so, pack's not popular in um panama but i do feel like a fanny pack would add um an extra layer of uh challenge to this adventure because it's like easier to like drop it somewhere along the way and not notice you know oh. like you notice a backpack because we love that we love when someone f- drops something and then like you get like the spotlight on the yes thing yeah, an amazing race it. you get that noise exactly. yeah 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 yep. so anyway missed opportunity with the fanny packs are very in but you know mm-hmm. beyond the edge is just not edgy enough i guess yeah um Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, they had, do you have a lot of things that were big in the '90s? Uh, Jody Sweeten, Ray Lewis, <laughs> Moro Ronaldo, Moro Ronaldo. <laughs> sure, um, sure. The entire cast, basically, except for Colton. Mm-hmm. Colton was probably born in the '90s. He's born in the '90s. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if he was a big baby, but you could say he is big in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <anyway>. Big guy. Sure. <laughs> He's a big guy. So. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> So you collect four backpacks and they're, they're, they're through the jungle in different spots. And in the backpacks, like I said, nine beyond the edge pennants. And these pennants are going to come in handy in the final stage. And so the pennants have like symbols on them that represent like things that happened in each adventure. Okay. Um, we'll get to that. Very amazing race uh, finale. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Um. Yeah. There's like this is like celebrities with survivor elements with amazing element, amazing race elements, and <laughs> yeah, it's just not that like, many amazing elements. No, the, the elements were not that amazing. Um. And then just like sucking all of the life out of it. Hmm. For sure. Um. But anyway, I digress. So. They, so the first thing they're going to do is they're going to have to solve a puzzle. Mm-hmm. We love puzzles. Yeah. So that is the first thing. And then 
there's bikes. Yeah. That's another thing. It's like, I feel like they were trying to. So this final adventure is basically like peppering in components of previous adventure. I wish somebody had the mule again. Yeah. Where were the mules? Where mm-hmm. were, where were the expensive? Snake eggs? Yeah. Where were the snake eggs? <laughs> All right. Um, so solve the puzzle. Then you got a bike to a set of parallel ba- balance beams. Yeah. And then like they, the partners have it's to weird. Like, it was really weird. <laughs> like they had to like lean on each other to get across the balance beams. Yes. Like a trust fall. <laughs> who, yeah. Who thought of this? Yeah. Like, yeah. Whoever, whoever thought of this, uh, they need a hobby. I don't know who be making up this stuff. They need a hobby. They need love. They need something. I fully agree. They need a hobby. They need love. They need something. Yeah. Isn't that what I said to David last week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he told me he watched it several times. I was like, you, you need to love yourself more, David. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so you get through the balance beams and, um, and then Ray and Colton will separate from their partners this is when it's just about them, and they have to climb um, through a bat cave. Like they have a to bat climb cave. A yeah, that's yeah, that's With, topical. People love yeah. bat caves. Yeah, yeah, the bat cave. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it's like a cliff, but with like a bat cave within the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler: I didn't see any bats. I didn't see one bat. Yeah, and it, it really was like didn't... a clip of a bat, but it was like B-roll. It was not... Mm-hmm. It didn't even really like, seem like much of a cave. It seemed like no. it was just like a climbing wall. It was like it was like an open air... Yeah. Like, like Maybe at night. Maybe if the, you come at night, there are bats for there. For sure. There Because the bats would be there at night, Yeah, right? yeah. Like, they really were trying to make the bat cave a thing. Because Ray Lewis just, seemed very scared of bats. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean... He like he's been saying the entire time he's not a fan of of the jungle and what it's bringing no. to the table. No, um, he would not be interested in the bats. There were no bats. This was just them trying to make see them. this seem yeah. scary. Also, it was like th- this cave thing had like rings. Yeah, did you notice that yes. it had the rings for? Yeah, their no, feet? it did seem to be some sort of like a like like um heavily frequently used climbing wall. Yeah. It was a climbing. It was, yeah. They were rock, rock climbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a bat cave. Not a bat cave. Yeah. It was not a bat cave. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah, they have to climb through this. And then at the top of this bat cave is the first bag of penance. Yes. Okay. So now you got your first bag of penance. Well, now you have to um, get back to your partner, which apparently is like 100 yards away. We've no longer. One football no field. Longer, yeah. That's. Is that we have we actually confirmed that? Yeah, one hundred yards is one football field. Okay, I'm not a football person, so. I mean, I don't know if they count the end zones, but that's like from like uh, you know one. From like, yeah, yeah, one hundred yards is a football field. Anyway, so they're they're running a football field. Yeah. Through all sorts of train in the jungle to get back to their partner. Their partners are just sitting there. I was up until that point. I was wondering, cause we were getting like confessionals from the partners being like, we were behind at this point. I was like, why did they take this confessional? Well, they probably took it while they're just sitting there waiting. for. They're just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, so once you, you reunite, reunite with the teammate, um, they have to pull themselves like on a zip line upside yeah. down. Yep. 
And the zip line is over like uh like some sort of river. Yeah. Thing. Uh Mora would call that the uh Travolian Traverse. What does that mean? I don't know what it means, but that's what he called it. <laughs> I mean I need a I need a dictionary for all of the things yeah. uh, that Morrow has taught me from this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, at the end of this zip line is the second bag of pendants. Mm-hmm. So now you got two. Then you have to solve what is referred to as a hanging brain teaser. Mm-hmm. Sure. I didn't really understand this. Yeah. To be quite honest, yeah. Rob. I don't know. Is it this was the flags? Some- no, this oh. was the, that was the end. Okay. The hanging, this was like some other thing with like ropes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That I think anyway. Nobody knows. No, I certainly don't. No. Uh, and I don't think anyone else watching Nobody this knew. show was really yeah. thinking that much about it. Like I'm probably the, the viewer that is paying attention. No, nobody mo- else is taking notes except for you. Yeah. Did Mike they Bloom really have any exit press today? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see it. I think he did he have a recap with Survivor uh, Exit Press? Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything. Do you think he's got like the full? Let me see. Let me you check. Think Mike Bloom got the reunion? I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. Uh, that would be like great betrayal if Mike Bloom, yeah, got the the reunion coverage and didn't pull us in on it. Hmm. Yes. Um, do you see anything? Nothing? No. Um, he has kind of like a poem for the most recently uh, voted out Survivor player. I don't want to spoil oh. it, but mm. no. Nothing. Nothing about Beyond the Edge. He doesn't have like any ode to like. Not yet, Ray but Lewis maybe or... maybe Friday. Okay. I'll hold out some hope mm-hmm. for that. Um, anyway, after this hanging brain teaser that I don't remember what it was. I just remember there were like ropes um, like going up in like almost like a tent type, uh, like sloping thing, and then there was like the bag was hanging. Yeah, I don't know. It was like similar to other things they've done. Sure, I don't know. None of you are watching this. You just use your imagination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so then we get to everyone's favorite part, Rob. Everyone's favorite part. Yes, you know, you know, you what, know, you know what it is. And then brave your dreaded nemesis, the bog slog. The One last bog, bog slog. <laughs> Jenny, would you do a bog slog after this? Um. Okay, well, I guess, like, am I, like, what is at the end of the bog slog? You know what I mean? Like, what am a I? A margarita. I'm, uh, mm. <laughs> is it a race or do I get the margarita no matter what? No matter what, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, if I am not racing against someone more physically fit than The me, issue is, it seems like that people a lot of times get stuck in the bog slog. Yeah, but, like, no one's going to let me die in the bog slog, you right? You hope not, like, no. I don't know. It's like, if it's not a race, and I'm going to get the margarita no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But you're going to get very dirty. Throw in a can of gravy and we'll talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. But yeah. So anyway, it's going to get hotter. It's going to get damper. Hot, damp, and muddy. Mud, yeah. Lots lots of mud. Very damp. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it was like quite the bog this yeah. time around. Like it was deep too. Um 
so yeah, this could not be the final adventure without the bog, the bog slog. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so you get through the bog slog and then you paddle. We got to get the water back into this paddle out to a buoy. I think it was like 200 yards to the buoy mm-hmm. to collect the fourth and final bag, which is in the ocean connected to a 50 pound chain. Ray does not like the water. I thought that they were going to have to go into the water because there was so much, because there were, wasn't, there was like a challenge where they had to like dive in and, and mm-hmm. they didn't, yeah, not no today. one had to dive in. Yeah, it was fine. It's fine. You just have to be strong enough to pull it up. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a little. You would have liked to seen some more swimming. I would have liked to see, see some more swimming. Mm-hmm. It was a component of the other adventure. Maybe Ray was like, I'm look, I'm not going back in the water. Yeah. Or you know maybe they just felt like it was water. like not fair. Like mm-hmm. it was like, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's how you get the fourth and final bag. And you trek yourself back to the final Trek yourself stage. before you wreck yourself. Yes. You must trek yourself before you wreck yourself. Uh, back to the final stage, which looks different this time. We are not at the same spot for the final stage that we usually are at. Because it's always like the same mm-hmm. spot with like, the puzzle, Moro yeah. is always there. Moro is at the final stage this time, but instead it's like at the water and it's there's like a ship's mast and like then you have to unpack your backpacks, four of them, um, and then get out the nine pennants you've collected and you have to arrange the nine pennants in the order of the adventures that they correspond to because it doesn't say which adventure it's got like a yeah. symbol on it. And then you, you arrange them in the order first to last versus at the top last is on the bottom. And then you raise your mast, your flags, your pennants mm-hmm. into the air. And the first team to do this in the correct order wins. Yeah. And this time there's going to be no decision point, no clue. Yeah. I mean, I think they probably, that was probably a misfire. I think they probably could have had a decision point. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Like these teams were neck and neck the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, which I guess, does that make it more exciting? Were you excited, Rob? I mean, um, I think I had been spoiled before I actually got to watch the episode. <laughs> I, so I was I not, <laughs> I was not super Wait, did we excited. Get spoiled on the same thing. I don't think so. Oh, I got spoiled by a tweet. Yeah. Um, and I even like, I, I said this to Phil last night after survivor end, I said, I'm going to mute beyond the edge on Twitter. Smart. Because I don't, I'm going to try to not get spoiled. Mm -hmm. I said, if I get spoiled, it's not the end of the world. Um, And so I literally went through the process of muting the hashtag and I still got spoiled. I tried to do that recently and I don't know how. You don't know how to mute hashtags? No, I don't know how. Oh my God, Rob. I know. What a boomer. After this, I will teach you. Okay, teach me. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) thank you, Jenny, for breaking that all down. Once again, uh, you have been such a pro at breaking down these adventures all season long. And this is the longest adventure of the season. Yeah, it was it was long. It was uh, hot and damp. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, like I said in a a previous uh, podcast, 
this this show and covering it for this podcast has done wonders for my attention span watching television. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really, I felt like watching Survivor last night. I was paying more attention to the challenge. Look at you. I, I'm a changed woman. Yeah, I, you know? I, I still struggle with paying attention to the challenges during Survivor. It is when I'm most, most likely to be like kind of looking at tweets. Yeah. Um, but I was like actually paying more attention than usual. I want to go back to something uh, that we were talking about between the relationship between Coach and Colton. And um, this is something that uh, Coach was saying that he was hoping to get out of this experience. I feel like, you know, he came in here saying, I want to hear God and show him glory. And he's doing that through me. So, so coach came into this experience. Uh, he wants to hear God. And according to Colton, coach is doing just that uh, through Colton. Did he say for him or through him? I think through him. I feel like, you know, he came in here saying, I want to hear God and show him glory. And he's doing that through me. Through doing me. that okay, through yeah. me. So so he's saying that, okay, he's yeah. saying that through the way that he has helped and uplifted Colton, yeah. he has seen God and shown him glory? Um, I think that he has heard uh, God through okay. the uh, you know amazing things that Colton has done. In beyond that, and but the thing is, is that it's not about the amazing things that Colton has done in Beyond the Edge in terms of the mm-hmm. wins, mm-hmm. the money raised. Yeah, it's about him being okay with who he is. Yes, you know? yes, and being okay with being on TV. Yeah, let's all the cameras. Mm-hmm. You know, getting over that. Um, so mm-hmm. that I guess is what, what my single Terry, can you imagine? Like if we had this conversation months ago, Rob, where you're like, okay, so, so Mike Singletary, uh, you know, legendary coach from the NFL yeah. is going to be the like spiritual guide for Colton Underwood. I'd be like, That's what right. are you talking about? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what is this? He's doing it. He's doing it. Okay. And They're yet, teammates. Here we are. They're yeah, teammates. So here we are. Yeah. All right, Jenny. So uh, we're going to see Colton and coach. uh, They're going to get out to a little bit of a lead as Ray and cracked Craig are uh, really struggling with the first puzzle. Yes, this is a common theme for these guys. This that is not the puzzle team. They are not the puzzle team. Ray and and Craig further. Yes, I I need to know. Um, Can we talk quickly about the. like Ray's pregame routine. Oh yes, of course. Yes. So before they get started, uh, Moro is like, Ray, you're famous for your pregame routine. Is there anything you want to do here? And this is where I need you to educate me, Rob. Yeah. So I guess Ray Lewis uh, is famous for that. He would do like a signature, like Ray Lewis uh, routine. And if you actually, if you, if you Google, uh, there's a Ray Lewis statue in uh, outside of the Ravens stadium. Uh, And if you take a look at it, that the Ray Lewis statue is like uh, him towards like the end of the little like uh, dance routine that he does. 
with like uh, his knee in the end. Maybe that's his bad knee. Maybe that's why his knee is so sore. Oh my God. It is that, that is the knee that he was. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This is a terrible statue. Yeah. So that is like what Morrow is referring to the famous Ray Lewis, like uh, pregame hype celebration. That is the same knee that he was really favoring. Um, well, during... you know, he played in what, 200 some odd NFL games. Yeah. You know, he's got to like pick that knee up every time. So can you explain how he picked up like he like grabbed like a piece of like grass or a leaf? He like pulled it out of the ground yep. and he kissed it and then he threw it into the air. That part I can't understand. understand. I did not yeah, understand. I, I don't know that, what, like, that, what, yeah. what part of the ritual that is. I will. I did not know that he was going to go into dance because again, I, I'm not a, I'm not a football. I'm going to try to do that around. before every podcast. You should. I'm going to have like the, like a routine and then yeah, like, like, like get crazy back here you gotta yeah you gotta put on a song like in the podcast studio and like Mm -hmm. get pumped up and like just like maybe like knock a photo over or something i don't know do something knock a photo over yeah i don't know like just do something like tough or like i don't know have like uh like like empty cans i could just be thrown around and not cans of gravy no, never that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think the let cans that masculine energy out or something. Yeah, the, I, I think the cans would like it. make us like uh, <laughs> make a sound, just like knocking things over on your desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Let's I don't want to knock over like glass or like anything that like, it's damaging. You're just like coming to you live. Yeah. 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 There's that famous pregame ritual. Okay. Rob Sesternino, <laughs> he's mm-hmm. known for his pre-podcast rituals. Yes, yes. He's known for wasting lots of time before every podcast. <laughs> never that. Yes, never that. not that. No, time spent with you, Rob, is never wasted. No, no, sir. Uh, well, I appreciate that. Thank you, Jenny. Um, so I didn't understand that. So uh, like... Uh, Colton and coach get out to a big lead, but then somehow like after like seems seemingly forever, Craig and Ray solve the puzzle. And then they're like neck and neck again. So it seemed to me that in the, like in the run from the puzzle or the bike, no, I think that's the problem is they bike from the puzzle. Right. And so it seemed to me that like maybe coach was not a quick biker. Cause, cause I just heard Colton keep yelling, coach, pedal like your life depends on. Oh, you think coach, you're slow on the bike. Yeah. So I think, and again, we got the classic, um, the, like the helmet cam on coach, um, which he always looks terrified. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that maybe he's just not a bike guy, not a bike guy. Because it seemed that during that that like the the part between the puzzle and the next part the the, the balance beam yeah because we saw where uh ray and craig made up a lot of ground yeah it was it was right in between it was during the biking right mm-hmm. it was a little bit before the it was before the balance beam because they they get the the balance beam right Mm-hmm. Don't they? Um, yeah, they seem like the, they lock fingers. They, yeah, it seems like that they get the balance beam first. Yeah. So this, so this is the thing: is like Colton, Coach are ahead, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we got this." And then all of a sudden, these mm-hmm. two guys show up, 
and they lock fingers uh, over this bounce beam in this like kind of romantic moment. And uh, like Co- Coach and Colton are not like, really figuring it out. They're just like falling over a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, according to Craig, there's an art to it. He he had this figured out, and they just like you know they get right down that balance beam. What a weird component to this challenge. I really didn't understand. Yeah, again, I don't know. I think it's just because they use. Balance I don't know who we making up this stuff. They need a hobby. Yeah. They need love. They need something. Agreed, Ray. Agreed. I don't get it. Jenny, could we talk about uh, the Bat Cave? Sure, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Uh, did we get past the the, the treacherous mangrove uh, lined inlet, <laughs> or is that later? Um, I think that's after the cave. Okay, the, yeah, between... the Bat Cave was like a lot of hype, but then uh, yeah, nothing really doing in the Bat. It's cave. like when they have to separate from their okay, we gotta go, and like and like this is the part where like. Ray's talking a lot about like I don't I don't do caves. This is I'm I don't not do a cave caves. Guy. I don't do bats. Yeah, and Colton's like he's like horny for this cave. Well, like, I thought we don't say the H word. <laughs> Rob, when I told you this show changed, this show changed you. <laughs> Jenny's number one rule is never say the H word on a podcast. I didn't say it. It, ma- it makes it Jenny earnestly. uncomfy that, that no no H word on the podcast. Okay, but like I'm not like texting being like that that bat cave made me so horny. <laughs> yeah, no, but please. I actually the more I say it, the more uncomfortable I'm getting. Yes. <laughs> out of context I mean, is ready to have I, a field day. Uh, <laughs> okay, like listen. This this show has taught me to push myself outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. I did it. I am instantly reminded. I'm I'm meta world peace right now. I'm almost ready to just leave the podcast. Right. Right. <laughs> are, like, are you ready to ring the bell? Imagine that this is how it ends. Mm-hmm. It's like I let out the H word <laughs> and it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> that I I just quit the podcast. Yes. But you're like, saying Colton. Colton, uh Colton, Colton got like really excited. He was just like, I love I love caves. Like, this is where I'm gonna make up my ground. Loves like caves. really like Yeah, what a weirdo. When is he in bat caves? Like I don't know. Where's he from? Is, are there a lot of bat caves there? Like, I just don't understand why why what was it that he was like, This is where I am going to excel. I know a lot about He's caves. from Indianapolis. <laughs> Are there a lot of bat caves? In I'm going to Google it. Are there a lot of bat caves uh, in Indianapolis, Indiana? Um, the, the 13 bat this- species have been documented in Indiana. Okay. Okay. All so, right. This uh, looks like there's some caves in Indiana. Indiana Jones bat- loved caves. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Why <laughs> did it have true. to be bats? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do bats only live in caves? I don't feel like that's true. I think they come out. But like is that where they dwell always? I don't know. I think they like they do like caves. But I think they dark. like to go in trees and stuff like that. Dark and damp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed it's to gonna get, and damp. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna get colder. colder. It's gonna get damper. And damper. <laughs> Darker. Lots of bats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what it is about the the cave, but it does. 
I don't know. Colin, Colin was really excited about it. Likes the cave. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so then, what? We go through the mangrove lined inlet. Yes, of course. Ray's knees are really starting to bother him. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be an ongoing theme is, uh, you know, it's a lot of Craig being concerned about Ray. Like, truly, like, Craig was He's operating a on, a, on a much higher level than Ray was during this. So it was, like, a little unfortunate that there, so much of this was riding on Ray. Mm-hmm. Because it, it seemed like, you know, while we had Colton encouraging Coach, it did seem like Craig was, like, the person being like, come on, Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to go through the Travolian Traverse, which uh, yeah. was like, they kind of like, um, basically, uh, their back is facing the ground, but they're like, sort of like crawling on a like zip line to get through. Craig, yeah, he seems very into this. Yeah, he's like, I know how to do this. Like, he apparently knows how to do this from the military. I guess so. Like, do they do... Like mm-hmm. zip lining in the military? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not I didn't the right know person that to was ask. The thing. Again, I'm I yeah, I'm certainly not the person. I did write in my notes, Jenny, that Coach actually did a good job on the Travolian Traverse. Yeah, he, okay. It's like he learned from like his cycling, which I thought was like a weak point from him. Did you notice that his legs were just like he was like bicycling legs, like his, rotating in the air because you didn't really need to use your legs. But I honestly think that it helped him. Mm-hmm. I was surprised he did well. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. All right. Um, oh, we, you know, actually, we, we didn't even talk about a huge moment in this. Uh, I, I skipped ahead. Um, oh. That so. Colton is like right behind Ray Lewis. Okay. He's overtaking Ray Lewis and then Ray Lewis uh, bangs his head into a tree branch incredibly hard. We go to commercial. Yes. This like he bangs his head and completely like gets knocked down, goes to commercial. Mm -hmm. This had to have been during the inlet, right? Uh, the mangrove lined inlet. Yeah. Yes. This is when they're going from the bat cave back to their partners. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, we go to commercial and it shows like Ray like touching his head to see like, Looks to like he was b- bleeding. Blood. Yeah. I don't think he was I, I don't think he was bleeding. Okay. Colton stops. Colton's ahead just by a hair. Or was he behind? And I think he, he was overtaking head. Ray. And he could right. have, like, once Ray is concussed, Colton yeah. just could have been like <laughs> Bye. No. He said, I'm not leaving. <laughs> not leaving without you. Yeah. It was like this was like the big like heroic moment yeah. where like we truly like learned that this was more about like mm-hmm. part the friends we made along the right. way, you know? Ray seemed to imply that the old Colton would have just left him for dead. Yeah. Um, and I think that also Colton implied that that <laughs> was a thing. Because he's so competitive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine just being so competitive that you're like, oh, you might be concussed. Bye. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I know I'm being I, filmed right now, but I'm going to leave uh, NFL Hall of Famer Ray Lewis for dead right here. Die in yeah. the Panamanian jungle. Yeah. Like, if he dies, he dies. I need to win beyond the edge. But like also like. Even if he's not dead and he's just injured badly, like mostly dead, that's yeah. probably going to be good for you anyway. Like you're going to, you're, like, mm-hmm. so 
the least you can do is stop and make sure that he's not critically injured. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I they, they made it seem like it was such a, like a heroic thing to just like be a decent human being. No, he's a hero. And like make sure somebody was not like seriously concussed. You know, Jenny, that you can make light of this, that for some of us around here, that the Colton Underwood is our vessel of hearing God's voice. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't know what to tell you about that mm-hmm. because we're, we're apparently just, you know, raising this man up for doing the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you checked on your friend. You checked on his friend and his friend is wow. okay. Okay. All right. So they're going to go through the bog slog. Also, uh, Ray's knee is, uh, is pretty much done here. Yes. Yeah, he's really struggling with the knee. He's really struggling. Despite the the fact that he hit his head, it's like the knee Mm -hmm. is a thing. It's wet, as we know. It's going to get wetter. It's going to get deeper. Uh, And at one point also, Coach is going to get completely stuck in the mud. Yes, I I thought that Coach might just stay in the mud. Um, And again... We can't congratulate Colton too much for sticking behind because he had to <laughs> because mm-hmm. this is his partner. Yeah. Um, there was a point where like Ray in the bog was like almost horizontal. Like I thought he was going to have a nap in, in mm-hmm. the mud. I mean, it and, might like, be comfortable. Did you notice that Craig was channeling his inner Jeff Probst and yelling, come on, Ray, dig, dig, dig. Yeah. dig. That might actually help with being in the mud. You dig the mud away Off of from you. you. Yeah. 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 That's actually a good strategy. Okay. So the teams are going to get out of the bog slog. Mm-hmm. And then um, where do they go from there, Jenny? There's like another balance beam mm-hmm. that got yada yada. They just walk across yeah. the balance beam. Okay. So finally, um, we're getting we're, the teams. It, this is this race is tight. And Morrow is finally back where he can get a, a glimpse of uh, what's going on. This is just how how tight it has gotten. These two teams are as close as a lowercase L and an uppercase I. And while there's no I in team, there is in win. So anybody could have just said this. This is as close as a lowercase L and an uppercase. I. Anybody could have done that. But Morrow yeah. goes the extra mile, Jenny, mm-hmm. that there's no I in team, but there's one in win. He can take a, two crazy things and put them together. He's a modern day poet, okay? Mm-hmm. And he can take the strangest things, toss them together, and his pure enthusiasm, you just, you're like, yeah, you can say that. Yeah. For sure. National like, treasure. I, I this, this man can literally say anything, but if he says it with the conviction that he says anything, any of the things he said this entire season, mm-hmm. I'm like, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like praise you. You are a king. Among he men. is a king. Like I like, what is he talking about? The team is, this isn't even a saying. Is this a saying? Let's see. Close as close as a lower. These two L? teams are as close as a lowercase L and an uppercase I. I never heard that before. No I in team. There is in win. Yeah. Okay. I have heard that there is no I. In There's no I in team. That thing. Yes, that, that has been said. Yeah. Everything else, I think Morrow is making up on the spot. 
I would think maybe someone has said, you know what? While there's no I in team, there isn't win. I could see like an athlete saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what the context would be if there's no I in team, but there is. Well, maybe they're saying win. like, I need to win. And like, I need they're to trying win. to say like, I need to. Yeah. Like I realize that like the team, it's not all about me, but I winning mm-hmm. is all about me and what I put into. It. I don't know. Yeah. Again, the thing I'm actually stuck on is close as a lowercase L and an uppercase I. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're very similar. Now it depends. I mean, unless you put like the like the serif on. It depends the, on what the font is. On what the I is. Yeah. 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 So should he should Morrow it like uh, in some fonts? Yeah. In Arial. <laughs> <laughs> Helvetica, but not Times New Roman. <laughs> but in Verdania. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had time. Mm-hmm. He could have thrown that in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm going to miss him so much. We'll miss him. I hope he has yeah. another project coming up. Okay. I hope so, too. All right. Uh, we're going to get to the flags, raising the pennants. Uh, mm-hmm. Ultimately, that... Ray and Craig get there first, but you know, these guys are not puzzle naders. Um, no, ultimately, we hear, a, we hear a lot of uh, very like they're very convinced on certain things that are just not right. Like, there was like a few times where I could just hear Ray being like, Bananas is two, bananas is two, mm-hmm. yeah, bananas, bananas was, was not, not two, two. yeah, they, was they sort of like gave them, yeah, uh, like very like abstract like uh, uh iconography of that was going to represent different things and it would get very much like the finale of the amazing race but no ray and craig had no shot here they they'd still no. be there yeah and it's it's honestly like a little too bad because they like i think they faced probably the most adversity in the final adventure like Ray literally like almost knocked himself out on a tree. Mm-hmm. Um and they came back from being behind. Like every time they were behind, they came they came they, back. They came back. They were the first ones to the the uh final stage. Mm-hmm. And you know, ultimately memory and and putting things not in their order, strong suit. That's not yeah. Yeah. Especially when Colton, who seemingly is uh, pretty decent at the puzzles, is uh, working with Coach and working together very well. Ray and Craig proved to have oh. as much chemistry as a periodic table. Okay. Uh, that was actually talking about Ray and Craig. Who, yeah. It turns out they did not really have a lot of chemistry. No. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So does that say something about the analogy? Is there actually not that much chemistry in a periodic table? Yeah. I don't know if there's necessarily like chemistry in the table. Like, I guess maybe you study the table in chemistry in chemistry. It's like a chicken and egg. Yeah. So let me see what Morris says again. Ray and Craig proved to have as much chemistry as a periodic table. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as much chemistry as a periodic table, more like as much, uh, periodic table Table as in chemistry yeah (laughs) i guess like in a periodic table like there's more chemistry than there is like uh math (laughs) i think there is a fair amount of math Uh, i guess there is yeah (laughs) it kind of is a part of the chemistry (laughs) i guess so okay yeah Uh, but there's no social studies yeah yeah there's no dramatic arts (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
There's no phys ed. Yeah. That would have been, I mean. Way off. Why, why couldn't he have just said that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And ultimately, um, that both teams raise their sale at one point. Uh, it's neck and neck. Uh, Coach and Craig that they have, I'm sorry, Coach and Colton, they have only two wrong. Uh, Ray and Craig have six wrong. Yeah. Only two right. Yeah. They're going to switch it around. Yeah, so so they're losing ground, and uh, and then it it seems that they they both raise it up again at the same time. It seems like every yeah. single time, like they, just go, just go, just go. Yeah, they might win. Um, There's no and, penalty uh, for wrong answer. No. Yeah. But I think that maybe I wonder if maybe like you know Ray and Craig just saw that like Colton and uh, Coach were about to get it like up and they're like, Oh, let's just do, let's just go with what we got. Yeah, Go with what we got. Okay. Uh, ultimately um, Colton has it and he is the winner of beyond the edge. Wow. Yeah. To, to note Ray and, uh, Craig, their flag that was up at the same time still had four wrong. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were, were not so getting it any wasn't closer. Even a time, it wasn't even a time trial like situation. Like they were, still, they were never going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Colton did it. Uh, they gave a hundred percent. He gets a hundred thousand uh, dollars. Coach Mike gets fifty thousand dollars, and we really got to see the power of uh, what Mike Singletary has been able to do with with Colton. I wanted to hear the voice of the Lord. That's fantastic. And um, I believe I heard it. He, yeah, he, once again, uh, he heard the voice of the Lord in this victory. I mean, it wasn't Morrow's voice. Because <laughs> I mean, that is, uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would imagine that is what the Lord sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he'd have that kind of deep commanding mm-hmm. voice. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, Jenny, I was raised uh, in a, you know, uh, as, as a Catholic, I'm, uh, you know, I, I would always love to see something, uh, a sign to really, you know, get my uh, faith, you know, to, to like, uh, like off the charts. I, I would be I would love that. Um, I'm not sure if Colton Underwood's performance <laughs> is the, the miracle you know, that's not inspiring young uh, Christians. I don't know. I mean, maybe I look like I don't, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. I, I mean, there was a lot of commentary about how like, you know, like Colton po- points to the the flags up in the air and said all of these. Every single one of these things was teamwork, 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 teamwork. Well, he. I mean, the last one was literally the individual leg, but whatever, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. Um, like, that literally was it, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, the, the point was made. So, like, you know, like, there was, like, definitely, like, an inspirational message. It truly was, like, the ending of the show was, like, you know, it, wa- it was the friends we made along the way. These yeah. are all, like, How about those fireworks? The fireworks were great. It literally mm-hmm. felt like the ending of, like, The Bachelor. Yeah, I was like Colton felt very familiar. Yeah, it was very common for him, except for like it's not always a happy ending. No, 
Now, I hope I hope this time it is. We like, hope so. We hope it's a better ending. And, yeah. um, you know, Morrow reminds everybody about uh, an important lesson. Also, legendary football coach Vince Lombardi says the only place you find success before work is in the dictionary. So true. So true, bestie. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and that was basically it. A- a- anything else? Um, no, just. I mean, Colton, Colton confirmed that there was a time in his life where he would have kept going, mm-hmm. um, but he stopped to help Ray. Yeah. So, like, this is him. Like, this is way his way of like chronicling his his growth. Yes. This. Like, I've been saying it all along. Like, this show was the Colton redemption. Yes. You know, story. Yes. Um, and I suppose that it ended the way that he would have wanted. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I got a, another uh, blind item uh, from one of our listeners uh, who DM'd me and said, uh, this entire show was made to rehabilitate Colton's image, wasn't it? I don't know. Does he have that kind of juice? Where's the lie? Where's mm-hmm. the lie? I mean, was he one of the bigger peop- names that they got? I don't know. Okay, I will say that like he was one of the names that I at least recognized, and mm-hmm. I didn't even watch his season. Yeah, he so, did. He had the Netflix show also. Yeah. So, like, do you think that, I do think like, that show was made to rehabilitate Colton's image? Well, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I mean, it doesn't sound like it worked because there mm-hmm. were still a lot of people that were very. Angry but they did. Did they have being, Coach Mike on that? Th- maybe that was the key. Mm-hmm. This was the key all along. Is he just needed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just needed somebody like Coach Singletary to I don't know lift him up. Yep. Yeah, anyway. it was not a very exciting finale it to be on the edge. Um, but then again, was it an exciting season? Listen, just like the show, it's about the friends we made along the, the way. The teamwork. The, <laughs> the teamwork. Oh, Jenny, you did such teamwork. a great job all through Beyond the Edge that I, um, I put you through such torture. To no. watch ten weeks of Beyond the Edge, nine weeks of Joe Millionaire, was it <laughs> um, all worth it? Of course, it was worth it. I will watch whatever. Yeah. Like, like the fact that I watched twelve or ten weeks of Beyond the Edge. Yep. To be able to to talk shit with you on mm-hmm. the weekly, like. I'll, I'll do anything. Yeah, that's like it's it's been absolutely worth it. And the people that have been kind enough to listen to this podcast, to leave reviews, to say nice things, um, absolutely make it worth it. We love the edge. Forever grateful. Yes, yes. Joe Millie gang, like mm. totally worth it. I will watch people, uh, you know, traverse through a muddy bog. Any Anytime. Day yeah, yeah, I mean, really, the, the show itself was in some ways a muddy bog. Um, it was. It was a slog. It was the bog slog. <laughs> yes. Uh, we. I have another review to uh, bring you from last week's episode. Uh, this is from Jesse Maui, who says, in the words of the estimable Elton John, I was laughing even harder than I usually would, just anticipating Jenny and Rob's reaction to Morrow's response. You can feel the love tonight while watching the show. Like everyone else, I I only watch the show for the podcast. I can't wait to hear what ridiculous show you two will cover next. Please keep it going. Uh, was that helpful? Yes. Okay. That so, was helpful. 
Uh, yes, thank you, thank you very much, uh, Jesse, for that. Jenny, yeah. I, I did see that there was uh, some interest. Should we cover the real life love boat? <laughs> Honestly, Rob, when I saw the post of like CBS's uh, fall lineup, and I saw okay Wednesday night, we got your Survivor, we got your Amazing Race. Okay, of course. And then after that, we got the real love boat. And and I said, I, I tagged you in it. And I said, Rob, does this mean we're covering the real life? I don't, I just don't even understand what it is. It's apparently a reality show. Who is it for? <laughs> Rob, like nobody, nobody <laughs> under 60 years old even uh, knows about the love boat. Do you think that this is like a, like, a reality like dating show for the geriatrics because no so, I, I, cover it i don't know they're can't they, that uh, i don't think it's going to be older people but i mean that i don't know if like if the love boat was like a hot ip that they need to remake something i mean i think the love boat when <laughs> uh i guess the love boat aired from 1977 to 1987, but even in 1987, I don't think anybody was caring about the love boat. Uh, how did it? How did it do in the uh, theme song uh, bracket? Uh, honestly, I thought I, it did well, didn't it? Did it? I I, I feel like um, it. I don't even think it it made any of the the brackets. I feel um, like it was. I, uh, it, remembering, yeah, I don't even think it was on Chester and Akiva's radar. Oh shit! Well. I, I I'm now like attached to this idea I've had mm-hmm. of like of like an elderly. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's. I don't believe that that is the premise. But what little I know about it, I'm like, this sounds terrible. So obviously, it's on the yeah. table for me. <laughs> here's a here's but a yeah. news clip about it. I know they yeah. are they are working hard at casting it, but I really have no idea what it, is it. Is it like so The Bachelor? Is it, yeah. It is making another run. CBS is bringing back the famed series, The Love Boat, just in a different form. The 70s hit will be revamped to be a dating show that takes place on board a Princess cruise ship. It'll be called The Real Love Boat. It'll air on WBZ Channel 4. Right now, they're still casting. Contestants could find love and at least get a cruise around the Mediterranean. And maybe, just maybe, a few drinks from Isaac the bartender. To find a link for casting info, you can go to our website, cbsboston.com. Why? Why are we doing this? Why not, Rob? Yeah. Why not? Sam found the description, uh, destination dates, challenges, and surprise singles will test the couple's compatibility and chemistry. Like the beloved original scripted series, the uh, indispensable crew members, including captain and cruise director, will play pivotal roles in the matchmaking and navigation of the romantic and sometimes turbulent waters ahead. After a month at sea, only one winning couple will make it to the final part and take home a cash prize. I do love the idea of the, the... the captain and crew members that, being that is that, that sounds, speaks to us. That sounds Martin the Butler esque <laughs> to me, and I love it. Yeah. So, all right, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. It's there on the fall people- lineup for Wednesdays at ten. Great time yeah. slot for the love boat. It, like it was the right time. I was making a joke, and then I saw other people had already 
had already pointed it out and said, this sounds like the kind of trash that Jenny and Rob should cover. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Okay. I, I'm not going to say no. All right, we'll see. That the 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 biggest challenge is that uh, Survivor at eight and Amazing Race at nine. Uh, that's mm. a, a busy podcast. You don't card. have to watch it that night. Yeah, yeah. Maybe if people could wait till the like, weekend or something for us. I'm to sure they can wait. Okay, talk about anyone, the love boat. Who, is anyone going to be like on on Thursday afternoon saying? Where's my love where's, boat recap? Where's the real love boat? Where's the real love boat? Okay. All right, so we'll talk about that. We will uh, figure figure it out as we get more news over the summer. Maybe it'll yeah. look like something we don't want to talk about, but uh, it is intriguing, to say yeah. the very least. It did at least pique my interest. Yes, okay. Uh, and uh, remember, on, on the love boat... It's going to get hotter. It's going to get damper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay? All right. Jenny, what's coming up for you? Um, and people, honestly, I'm sure, want to know when is Celebrity Exorcism coming? Yes. Yeah, okay. So I believe that we, you know, as, as we mentioned, we, we did not forget about it. No. Chappelle, yes. you, me, yes. we all plan to get together. Maybe not and, next week, the week after. Yeah. In the next Maybe not two Survivor weeks finale week. Point, next two-ish weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But, Listen, and if it, do- so and if it much- doesn't happen, then don't ask. Yeah, <laughs> it will happen. It will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think maybe we wait until after Survivor, right? Yeah, the, the week after Survivor, sensible. first week of June. Yeah, yeah. that's perfect. That's okay. perfect. All right. Mm-hmm. And then, Jenny, what else is coming up for you? Um, not, not a ton, but, uh, this weekend I will be on the, uh, Survivor B&B. It's a uh, double date week. So it's become a little tradition where yeah, for sure. the week that, uh, Mike Bloom is on the feedback show with you, uh, Puya takes his spot and, uh, Phil and I join Liana and Puya for a little double date action. So that mm-hmm. will be dropping sometime over the weekend. And I'm very much looking forward to that. I love um, any chance to talk about Survivor and any chance to play games and any chance to hang out with my friends. So it's like literally the perfect podcast for that. So it's a win, um, win, aside, win. Yeah, it's really you're basically um, called an Underwood. I, yeah. Oh God. Let's not do it. Well, you're so competitive. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's me. How girl. do you feel about caves? <laughs> like me and Colton Underwood. There's just so many similarities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. I'm not horny for caves. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Okay. All right. Anything else, Jenny, you want to leave the listeners with tonight? Just another thanks for everyone who's stuck around through this um, muddy bog slog of uh, a time. And uh, we'll see what's next. Yeah. We'll see I what's had a great next. time. All right. Yeah. Jenny, I had so much fun podcasting with you all these weeks. Uh, we'll figure out something else to uh, get back going a regular uh, podcasting appointment on the schedule. But you know, you've uh, were uh, such a joy to get to talk to you every week, and uh, I will uh, next Thursday. I will miss this. I will too. Like literally, it's been it's been something I've looked forward to every week. Uh, not watching the show, just the, the podcast part mm-hmm. with you. So, um, can I get an amen? Amen. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jenny's literally like shaking. That'll be me next week when I literally like, shaking. What, what am I do with? All right. Well, th- to all the edgers out there, uh, th- thank you so much. And uh, one 
one last time uh, at the end of Beyond the Edge, uh, we say to you, Toodle Pips! Take care. Have a good one. Bye.